Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? You are listening to The Big Cruise Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 46, a bonus episode of The Big Cruise Podcast. My name is Baz, I am your host, and uh, this is a very special episode because uh, we're marking a bit of a milestone. It's a small milestone, but it's a great milestone at the same time because we are recommencing cruising in Western Australia with the uh, the arrival of Coral Princess's ship here in Fremantle. She will be heading up the coast on a Coral Coast voyage and ultimately be ending up in Broome for the uh, the upcoming uh, Kimberley season. So uh, Chris and I got very excited. It's uh, a little over 12 months for me, a little under 12 months for Chris since we last saw touched and smelt a ship so being the ship geeks that we are we rushed straight down to Fremantle port on monday the 8th of march to uh, catch up with liz from coral expeditions and uh, whilst we couldn't actually get on board the ship and we completely understand the reasons around that it was great to just be in the atmosphere of a ship as it's preparing for its next voyage and uh, by the time you're listening to this if you're listening on wednesday the 10th or after the the, the voyage has started and the ship has left Fremantle and is heading up the coast uh, with uh, the, the guests the first guest to sail in western australia um, on coral expeditions since covid and to, to celebrate the the fact that they will be uh, this season having three ships there as well so i'm going to shut up i'm going to apologize a little bit for the quality of the audio because we are on the quayside we are on the dock there uh, so there is a little bit of uh, background noise there's ferries coming in etc but uh, it's all part of the experience enjoy episode 46 this bonus episode Well, it's Monday the 8th of March, and Chris and myself are very excited because we have come down to Fremantle Port for the first time in uh, almost 12 months because uh, Expedition Cruising is restarting, and we're joined by Liz Webb from Coral Expeditions. Hi, everyone. How are you? 
It's great to be here in Fremantle. Oh no, it's our pleasure to have you. Now Chris, have you ever seen a coral expedition ship before? No, so this is my first time and actually as you were saying, the first time seeing a ship in person in 12 months. But it's not the first time Coral Expeditions has been uh, sailing. In fact, they restarted cruising with their fleet of ships last year in October. So, you know, by now they're quite uh, quite used to sa- uh, safely sailing in a COVID uh, safe environment. Yeah, so we'll talk about the safety policy in a minute, but where have you been sailing this for the the last couple of months? Okay, as Chris said, we started in October last year. We did um, eight successful trips on the Great Barrier Reef, so just out of Cairns and exploring north of the Great Barrier Reef. And then the Coral discovered the same ship. She made her way south to do the Tasmania season. So she's actually been down there since um, January, and um, she's just started her last voyage in Tasmania before she makes her way up to um, back up to Cairns, then to do Cape York and Arnhem Land first recommencing the Kimberley season which we're very excited about. Yeah we'll get to the Kimberley in a minute because that's a very very important part of of your um, itinerary planning and deployment etc but Chris just remind us how we, we talk a lot on the podcast that you know cruise ships are banned there's no international travel what is the, the reasoning that coral expeditions can actually operate? So the international travel ban in Australia um, really covers uh, ships that are fa- flagged overseas. Uh, coral expeditions fleet are flagged here in Australia, so therefore they're allowed to sail. Um, and they're not the only brand that's got ships flagged here, so ships that are flagged in Australia are allowed to undertake cruises here. Um, of course, they do have to meet all of those, as we mentioned before, COVID-safe uh, regulations, and um, the ship is operating at a reduced passenger capacity because of that. But... Uh, Um, It does set it apart from the international ships that we generally see here. And even Australian brands that are known within the Australian cruise market don't all have or necessarily have their ships flagged here, whereas Coral Expeditions does, which is why they're able to restart. Yeah, uh, you're based in Cairns, of course, aren't you, Liz? Most definitely. We've been um, operating out of North Queensland for 35 years, so we are an Australian-owned company, as Chris said, Australian-flagged, and um, 25 years based out of Cairns. So we had 10 years in Townsville, then moved headquarters to um, Cairns. So it's been great. So definitely a North Queensland company. Brilliant. Well, we're glad to see you down here in Fremantle, that's for sure. We'll talk about the voyage in just a second, but before we get to that, I will put in the show notes all of the the healthy sailing plans, Mm -hmm. your protocols that you've got in place, but if there's a few things that you just want to tell our listeners that are important to people consider if they're considering mm-hmm. a coral expeditions voyage and we'll, we'll do all the full bullet points in the, the show notes okay it is called our sail safe health management plan it is a bit of a mouthful especially <laughs> if you have a lisp um, but it's a, quite comprehensive but very detailed but very what we've done is um, worked with the third party medical expert uh, respond global mm-hmm. and it is for the benefit of the crew and our guests on board so we will be going through you know the they need to have a pcr test within 70 no more than 72 hours prior to departure they need to visit their GP they need to answer a health questionnaire so full details are available on the website please don't be scared of it it's comprehensive but it's detailed but it's allowing us to get you out to explore Australian waters again yeah and a lot of the things that you're doing and all the cruise lines will eventually do were common practice there's just been some little tweaks here and there but it's good to to highlight each of those now we're stood next to um, Coral Adventurer which is uh, just next to us right now you've got uh, two other sisters uh, will soon have two other sisters in the fleet but let's uh, get some of the stats around this particular ship first of all Okay, she has a capacity of 120 guests, but we're maximising her during the COVID environment to 99. Mm-hmm. There are 60 staterooms on board, a couple of suites. Um, there are no casinos, no nightclubs or anything. We've got our amazing expedition team and guest lecturer team. So we're going, being able to get closer to the shorelines because of her shallow draft. But the amazing thing about it is her explorer tenders that um, operate from the aft of the ship to be able to get all of our guests at the same time across to the, do the shore excursion. 
explosions and we're able to you know just back up into an environment and swim off the back of the reef um, back of the ship yeah we were just stood next to there right now we're stood on the wharf next to the ship unfortunately can't access it today but that's okay we understand the reasons why and yeah that that facility that you have to to lower these uh, these these crafts into the water looks incredible in a very very easy way so if people are worried about how they get on and off the ship to do some of these adventures it's it's no, no different than stepping into a car really is oh, it most definitely it's, it lowers down to the coral deck you get straight across step straight across then that lowers on a hydraulic platform the ship the tender starts floating and then you take off and that's the way you reboard as well and when you arrive over at the shore you've got a um, platform that lowers down at the front so it's basically just stepping straight down onto a ramp into the water or onto the beach from there so it's easy um, and we do have a lift on board for those that don't like using the stairs all the time but um, it's easy to get around the ship and there's a little gym as well so those that would like to um, wander around do a little bit more ex- exercise after all the, all the fine eating that you do. Now the ship will be departing, uh, by the time the listeners are listening to this, this will be Wednesday, the ship will be departing Fremantle and heading north along the Coral Coast up uh, and finishing in Broome, which will be the start of your beautiful Kimberley season. Um, so what, um, what will guests kind of experience on this first voyage going up the Coral Coast? Um, we are experiencing the Abrolis, the Hotman Abrolis Islands and we're going to have um, expert Howard Gray on board as our guest lecturer. Oh, wow. So he's going to be taking us through and showcasing what he knows about the um, Abrolis region. Then um, we'll um, spend three days exploring those areas. We'll also go to Shark Bay. We're going to Ningaloo Reef. Um, then we head further north and we'll do um, seeing the wildlife, the marine life, uh, lots of beach walks, lots of um, snorkelling and scuba diving, lots of tender um, tours on the um, on the Zodiacs or on the tender vessel, but um, getting out there and seeing the um, animals as well and the local communities and um, getting to know what's happening here on the West Coast. Fabulous. Now, for the benefit of our international listeners, because people do listen all over the world, we know that you generally go to the East Coast, but uh, we might be a little bit biased here in, in uh, Perth in Western Australia, but this Coral Coast is a spectacular part of the, the world. Um, beautiful beaches, beautiful wildlife. In fact, um, the Abrolhos Islands, some people say, is like the Galapagos of, of the Indian Ocean. Um, but beyond this voyage, you will have three ships dedicated to the Kimberley season, which operates uh, from about Easter time all the way through to about September. So to have three ships there for 21 and 22 is an incredible um, confidence in what we have to offer in the Kimberley. So tell us a little bit more about the Kimberley region. Okay, the Kimberley region, we've been exploring the Kimberley for 25 years, so we were one of the first pioneers there. So this year we have three ships, and that's to help accommodate all the guests that have had their travel affected in 2020, plus also all the guests that still want to get out there and explore. So we've made availability um, for them to be to make bookings and we still do have availability and then in 22 we'll only have our two ships on the Kimberley season but we'll get out there and we're going to see the Lassipede Islands uh, um, we're going to see Montgomery Reef we'll see Raft Point we'll see the Mon- um, the Horizontal Falls we'll go and um, review or see Indigenous rock art and meet with the traditional old elders up there um, we'll do the um, the beginning of the seasons um, waterfall season so you'll be able to get to see all of that but then being able to travel all the way through the from march through to september october we get to do the waterfall season we get to do the um, beautiful um, June July peak season and it's seeing some of the waterfalls but some of the marine life and then at the end it's like the all the whales and everything the humpback whales and the um, wildlife in those areas so we're really looking forward to being back on the Kimberley and show, um, showing everyone the beautiful area of Western Australia. 
Yeah, we were speaking to an expedition leader on um, on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying that you could actually go to the Kimberley every year for you know ten years, and every cruise experience will be completely different because the season changes yeah. so much, the wildlife mm-hmm. changes, etc. So. Um, Consider it, people, wherever you are in the world, and when you can travel to Australia, then uh, do do come down and see us and consider a Kimberley cruise because it is a very, very special voyage. Now, if things were normal and this wasn't a COVID time mm-hmm. and you were just going about normal business, where else in the world do you normally operate? Uh, we also operate into Papua New Guinea. We do the um, South Pacific Islands, uh, Raja Ampat, the Micronesia Islands, so Raja Ampat and Spice Islands. We've been doing Sulawesi and Makassar, and we're going to be commencing our small islands of the Indian Ocean, so Singapore to Seychelles, Seychelles to Mauritius, uh, Mauritius to Zanzibar, and then we're going to come back from Zanzibar across the Indian Ocean and arrive back in Fremantle, and that's yeah. all scheduled for 20 Incredible. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty intensive long voyage to, to get yeah. from Zanzibar to Fremantle. Oh, yeah. It is, and we've got people already booked on the whole series. Oh, so wow. staying yeah, on yeah. board yeah. every every sector of those trips. So but it's just um, a great way to do it. We've also got our New Zealand cruises that we do, and we're introducing, as I said, the um, South Pacific going right out to Tahiti and Papete, um, in those areas. So... And other good news for you guys, you've got the sister to the ship that we stood next to about to be delivered, so there'll be two um, uh, sister ships. Yes, um, the Coral Geographer. We took ownership of her, or delivery of her, a couple of weeks ago We're from the shipyard in Vietnam, and um, she's on her way, and she arrives in Cairns on the 15th of March at 12 noon. Oh, <laughs> you were saying off-air that um, this, this particular ship and her sister have been built and designed specifically for you guys in a specific way. What are some of the things that make this one stand out from some of the other? Um, I mean, I'm just standing here looking at the bow and the, the shape of it and the fact that it sort of seems to be tailored for those those voyages into places like the Kimberley, onto the Coral Coast and that sort of thing. Well, what makes it different from the other expedition ships that are out there? She's definitely built for the um, trop- subtropical waters. So we're not a polar cruise company. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we've done is been able to um, modify the bow and the shape to be able to on the, sh- um, the um, access to the sh- more shallow waters and the shore excursions so we can get closer. She's only got a three-metre draft, mm, wow. so we can go yeah. right up close. Um, we've got the l- large lounge area for our presentations for by our guest lecturers and the expedition team. Mm-hmm. What is really purpose-built for coral expeditions is our hydraulic lift system of our tender vessels okay. and that's just manoeuvrability to get our all of our guests across to the shore excursion at the same time no waiting no queues yeah. no nothing like that so yeah. it's just that, um, being ability to do that and also with the shallow drafts and um Barry, you were talking before about the changes and flexibility of the itineraries. Being on that smaller ship, we can change depending on the tide and the weather and what the guests want on board. We modify the itinerary to what is happening in that current circumstance. Yeah. So just standing here from like, for the listeners who can't see, I mean, you're looking at the ship, it's got a a very distinctive sort of crescent moon-shaped bow, which I think is part of that access to the shallower areas and to improve the stability of the ship. And also at the aft end of the vessel, those those, uh, tender boats, they're on a sort of a lift system where as the first one comes over the back and gets lowered down to the pontoon deck, the next one's being prepared and, re- and ready. So it's quite an interesting structure on the aft end there. Um, I've taken a few photographs, so I'll give them to Baz to stick up on the, uh, on the website as well so you can have a look. Fabulous. Now, before we let you go, um, Liz, we've just got a couple of a bit of fun towards the end, just some quick-fire questions. We haven't <laughs> prepared you on these. Don't worry, they're not too difficult. We do this with all of our, our guests. Um, you basically just got to choose one off the top of your head. So uh, first one is very easy, sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Explorer or Zodiac or a day ashore? Explorer. 
favourite space on board Coral Adventurer? Would be the lounge. My shout, we're at the bar. Uh, in fact, we're on the, the aft uh, deck there. Uh, what's your drink of choice? Champagne. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. And if you had to choose a favourite destination out of anywhere that you go across any of your deployments, where would it be? Oh, it will have to be the Abrolos Islands. I'm so looking forward to seeing it for the first time. Oh, fabulous. And that kind of leads into my next question, that um, you are lucky, you can cruise, but normally when we speak to guests, we're not able to go on a cruise. But uh, if you could go anywhere in the world on any particular vessel, it doesn't have to be coral expeditions, and you could travel with anybody you wanted to, where, with whom and why? Papua New Guinea. Okay. The history and the culture up there and the people, their lifestyle and their communities and the villages, and my sister. Oh, your sister's there? Oh, t- travelling with your sister, travelling sorry. Travelling with my sister. <laughs> and I thought she was living there. Yeah, no, and travelling with, <laughs> with my sister. <laughs> okay. Well, that, or should to... I say sisters? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully you're not having to pay for everybody and they were all going to chip in as well. Liz, it's been an absolutely fabulous today. We really appreciate the fact that you've given us access to come down, take some photos and chat with yourself uh, because it's very, very exciting that we have ships back in Fremantle and a great Kimberley season about to start, which is so important for, for regional Australia to have uh, take, be taking tourists into these far-flung places and mm. to do it on an expedition ship is uh, one of the best ways and also an easy way to, to safely transport people into these destinations. So thank you once again, but we'll give you one last word. If you've got any message to past, present or future sailors, you're more than welcome to finish up. Okay, I'd just like to thank Western Australia for welcoming us back into your state, but our crew really do make our trips. Everyone, our past passengers, our new passengers, they just talk about our crew and how personable they are and how amazing they are. So come on board, experience it, meet them for yourself. They will remember you, you'll make lifelong friends and you'll get to see some beautiful places of this great country of ours. Hey guys, did I mention there's a little way you can help keep this uh, podcast on air? That's right, just for the cost of a coffee, uh, so about four Aussie dollars, about two pounds something, about two euros something, um, you can make a donation and that helps uh, keep the lights on and keep the, the podcast uh, producing in, the, in this weekly format. Um, or you can join up as a member and make a, a monthly uh, subscription and in return receive some incredible um, bonus material as well. Um, all the details are on the show notes of each and individual podcast or you can head to uh, the website buymeacoffee forward slash the big cruise pod. And uh, we look forward to uh, shouting you out if you are able to, uh, to make a little donation. Thanks in advance. That's all for today. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Until next time, bon voyage. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. 
It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.